Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things we've seen, heard, or read, to what we did and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Welcome to the uh, spoilers-free zone of Avengers Endgame. Hello, my name is Albert. And my name is Ruthie. So I'm I'm all about like saving the environment and all that stuff. I'm, I'm I, I know I'm not always doing something, but I try and I applaud people who try. But <laughs> but but I finally tried the paper straw on Star from mm-hmm. Starbucks. It's not that good. <laughs> what exactly is it made of? Because here, apparently, in the East Coast, we still like a lot of waste, and we. I think we still use the plastic straws. Okay, it's not everybody. Not not every Starbucks has it, but I did go to one that actually did have it for a change, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, it's just it's not that good. <laughs> it kind of <laughs> adds it glossy. A, is it just no? Like it looks flat? like it looks like paper. I think it, from a distance, it just well, I guess it isn't glossy because it's not plastic. But at the same time, it doesn't. It isn't obvious that it's paper until you actually like put your lips into it, and then it feels like oh wait wait wait. Lips into it? <laughs> Am I eating paper? Oh, <laughs> uh, I guess. But but yeah, it's like um it you kind of you know how if you put your if you if you taste paper, you can taste paper? Mm-hmm. So like how t- paper tastes. Like, like how paper. paper tastes. So apply paper taste to whatever drink you're drinking in Starbucks. <laughs> I, I, well, I guess it depends on the paper. I mean, there's paper that doesn't taste that bad, but I guess Starbucks chose a bad tasting paper but straw. It's not supposed to add a taste to your drink. I mean, it's altering the taste of the drink you paid for. So I end up just kind of like opening the lid and just drinking it from from the cup itself, which is still plastic. <laughs> so you know, it's like it kind of. I, I think Starbucks needs to like reconsider what they're gonna, what they're going to do with paper straws. I think they could they could just use a better paper straw. I guess. Because there are tons of paper straws out there that don't really, like, you taste the paper, but it doesn't affect the taste of the drink, or it enhances it, actually. Okay. Like, um, in Turks and Caicos, all, all they serve, uh, whenever they serve straws there, it's all paper straws, because they're very environmentally conscious, because it's a small island. Ah. And um, I have to admit, it's annoying, because, like, while if you if you tend to nurse your drink, like, the straw will start to degrade after, like, while you're. Oh, sure, sure. I can see drink. that. I can see that. But um, but it doesn't affect the. I didn't think it affected the taste. Like, I could paste, taste the paper, but it didn't affect the. It didn't ruin the experience for me. Okay, uh, I would say the paper straw that they use in Starbucks is a little bit thicker than normal, so it doesn't degrade as, as fast. I suppose. Mm. Uh, is it like cardboard though? It's almost <laughs> like between paper and cardboard. I guess. I mean, uh. maybe that's the reason why. It, t- yeah. it has a taste to it. So I ended up just asking for like the sippy cup version because, you know, there is a sippy cup version of mm-hmm. of the lid. So I just oh, kinda, yeah, that we have. Yeah, so I just I just went ahead and asked for that. Like I went back and go, can I have that instead? And he said, which one? That, that one right there? This one? No, no, not that one. That one right there? This one? No, 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 not that one. <laughs> that one right there. Oh, okay. <laughs> the sippy cup lid, you mean? Because <laughs> there's two sippy cup lids. There's, there's a sippy cup lid for, for hot drinks, right? And then, and then there's the other one for, for cold drinks. Yeah, for cold drinks. What yeah. do you call that? Is it really called a sippy cup lid? or It's a sippy cup lid. Okay. I guess I should just say sippy cup lid for, for a cold drink. Like for grown-ups. <laughs> for grown-ups. <laughs> but like I said, there's a sippy cup lid for, for hot drinks. And then there's a sippy cup lid for ice drinks. And I guess but I should... then isn't the sippy cup lid made, of, made also of plastic? It is made of plastic. But, but the, the only rule here in California is it straws. So mm. the, 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 the sippy cup lid is... Uh, is uh, uh, what do you call that? 
and a way around that rule, I suppose. But at the same time, if you have a full a full cup of like green ice green tea, you know, you're not gonna use a sippy cup because it's gonna spill out. You know. True, true. 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 So so that's the reason why they're just, they're they just stuck a paper straw in there. I mean, immediately it's an option. You don't have to get the paper straw because it's sitting right there at the counter. You can pick it up if you want or not. But but at the same time, it's like, do I always have to like take off the lid? What if I'm driving? I can't really drink it because you know no straw. Hmm. <laughs> questions. Questions. Hmm. I mean, but how would you drink hot coffee with a sippy lid? Yeah, but the sippy lid is like, it's kind of like not really plastic. It's like paper, isn't it? Paper-ish. Is it plastic? The sippy lid. Well, it is plastic. Never For mind. Coffee. It's plastic. It's the plastic, but it's a lid thing. Once again, the rule here is straws. The straw part is the problem. Okay. Yeah, but oh, I gotta try the sippy lid. Yeah, sippy lid. I'm, I'm, I'm totally fine with the sippy lid. I mean, it's just that when you're driving and the, and your cup is full, it's gonna spill out. There's no way around it because the the hole is pretty big. <laughs> the hole is pretty big. <laughs> but, <laughs> but but yeah, okay. All right. Anyways, on this 233rd episode of the show, we are gonna be talking about Instagram. At least something related to that. Uh, and then we're also gonna be talking about YouTube. I'm gonna have a a segment about YouTube since that is something that I use every day. Uh, what the what the regular what's going on segment, and I'm going to be talking about something that happened at work and how it made me really angry. Although dun, dun, it, dun. it happened like five days ago, so I'm kind of like slightly over it already. But it did <laughs> it did raise up some questions when I was ranting about it on Saturday. So so yeah, and here is the show. So I should probably go ask Google. Mm. What is narcissism? Here's the definition of narcissism. Excessive interest in or admiration of oneself and one's physical appearance. Yes. So there's, there, we seem to live in a culture where uh, being narcissistic is, is rewarded. You know, as proven, it's America. It's America. <laughs> as proven by like Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff. You, know, you, you want to get attention because you get the attention. And then, and then it rewards and you for that attention. And then you can have the attention and you get rewarded for getting that attention. Correct. So I seem to think that is kind of of a problem with society when people are, are being very vain. Isn't vain one of the, the, one of the sins? You know, the, the deadly sins or whatever? Vanity? Vanity, yeah. yes. Not, not Xanadu, but vanity. <clears throat> not Xanadu. Anyways. You <laughs> <laughs> mean yeah, 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 actually. <laughs> Make a note. Edit that part out of episode. Okay. But yeah, so so a lot of people are trying to get attention on social media. So they have to be vain. It seems like, like we're saying, it's rewarded and nobody's giving them reasons not to be vain, not to be narcissistic, right? Of course, because it's being rewarded. So why wouldn't you be vain? Right. So so uh, the funny thing is that it, it's also kind of like a joke, like an almost like an inside joke among everybody that people do try certain techniques about being uh, vain in social media. So there is a list on the things.com. So let's go ahead and talk about that uh, list. Because I got to have list. I got to have list. Because I got to have list, list, list. I got to have list, list, list. All right. You just got to have your list. So uh, this one, this picture I see Often, but I never actually look at the caption, right? Essentially, mm-hmm. there's a picture of a girl smiling, and she goes, see this smile? It's fake. You want to know why? It's because I've been hurt too many times, right? Aww. 
Yeah. So the title of this of this part is yeah, her smile isn't the only thing that's fake. It's it, it, it's <laughs> kind of like like yeah, like it's it's very much uh look at me, look at me kind of thing. So yep. it's a sympathy, it's a call for sympathy, which is like one of the worst things about about people on social media. Yeah, it's it's like because mis- the whole idea of misery loves company. So people who are actually not that happy in real life will actually share a lot more and maybe too often because mm-hmm. you know things seem more awesome when you're constantly on Instagram or Facebook and you're constantly posting things. So it, if there's anything else that's going on in your life that isn't exactly going in line with what your plans are. If you're posting, then it makes it seem like everything is all right and everything is great and sunny and unicorns and rainbows. I guess. But I think it's also part of the thing where it adds to the whole mystique. It's like, see this happy face is not really happy. Find out how. <laughs> Find out why. It's a pretty much clickbait. That's what, that's well, what nobody it is. cares, girl. Yeah. And, then, and then on, a, on a similar matter, you also got like um, number 12 over here. Crying for attention is pretty low, is what they're saying. So basically, it's a picture of a girl. You see this in Instagram also. You see a picture of a girl crying, right? And you're taking a picture of herself, like, right now when I was crying. It's the same exact thing. Okay. It's like, so now people are going to go like, yeah, well, what's Aww, going on? I'm what's sorry. Wrong? Why are you Why crying? Why are you crying? Yeah, essentially. So it, it, it's like, come on now. <laughs> She's literally crying for attention. Yeah, literally in this sense. Literally. <laughs> number 11. Number <laughs> 11. <laughs> number 11, I thought was kind of is kind of funny. It's a, the title is Nobody Text This Person. Okay, so the, the tag here, the post here, it says, okay, so I tag a lot of friends, but half of you ignore this post. So if I tag you, please message me a hi or hey or your number or text me. If you don't, I will delete you from Facebook in 20, uh, 24 hours from now. Okay, fine. This is like the modern, the modern social media version of chainmail, which we hated yeah. back when it was still yeah. snail mail. We, I, we still hate it in in, in freaking in email form. So, yeah, or or in email form, and now in social media. And social media is worse because they can see if you looked at it or not, and whatnot. But the thing, and, or if, or yeah, because you know if you don't like it, because they like like this posting, they're tagging somebody. So if they tag oh, six and nine, if they, if they tag six and nine people and only four people liked it. Clearly, that's, there's like 65 people ignoring it. <laughs> <laughs> well, not everybody checks their Facebook every day or every five days, five right. times a day. This is no different than than people go trying to do like a chain thing, like like, oh, go ahead and message me uh, how you met me. Of course, the keyword there is me. How <laughs> you met about me? me. It's, all, it's all about me because you know narcissism, vanity. Exactly. Uh, exactly. This one I thought was kind of funny. I, although I don't really think I've seen this really much. Number six, best friends or backstabbers, same diff. The, 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 the social media post is, best friends has 11 letters, so does backstabber. Right. So, so it's kind of like one of those, one, one of those like, like, look at me, ask me what, what, why, why, you met, why you said that. It's one of those again. Oh, God. Yeah, it's like one of those who post that, oh, this so, I'm not going to name names, but so-and-so, when people do this and when people do that, I really hate when people do this or when people do that because it's so unnecessary. And when, like, if you if you can if you if you really feel that way, then why don't you just tell it to my face? But then it's like um, you just did the exact same thing by posting on a wall to everybody without mentioning that person or calling that person out instead mm-hmm. of or even just talking to them in private. Mm-hmm. Yep. Again, me. Look at me. Yeah, look how at I've me. been hurt and how I've been wronged. Yep, pretty much. Look at me thing. Uh, number four, I thought it was kind of funny too. Uh, that annoying vague status for attention. 
And, it, and basically, the status means says, "Oh, well, that's really annoying," and nothing else, right? <laughs> the, the thing about this is that I think this is actually excusable in Twitter if you put the hashtag. Like, if you're like watching a TV show, and then you're hashtagging, like, let's say, like Game of Thrones, and typing, like, "Well, that's really annoying." If you're watching Game of Thrones at the, at the particular time, you probably have an idea what they meant. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah. Everybody else would be like, I don't get the context, <laughs> right? Yeah, or they'll be like, wait, so what happened? Why? What do you mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, not a professional post at all. Essentially, like somebody who's drinking and driving. You know, the the, the post here is about like, well, you're gonna get caught f- from your work for doing stupid things or illegal things, whatnot. But I I think people need to get over how like, look how much I'm an I'm an adult and I'm drinking. Oh, look how much I'm an adult and I'm partying. You know, because <laughs> like, that's what adulting means. Yeah, apparently, apparently, like enough of that. You know, you're not. Yeah, enough of that. Uh, let's see. And then the n- number one is the one I think is the worst of all. The the such an attention seeker. The title mm-hmm. the title goes. I mean, the post goes. Another story of my life over. Why me? You know, which is essentially another like, look at me, ask me what happened, kind of thing. Yeah, and then, and then <laughs> like, the, oh, what's wrong? Are you okay? Yep. What so, can we do? So, so on this on this post on on the show notes, if you click on it, it it does show the uh, the timeline of what people are saying. He was Sue. What's up, Macaulay? Because Macaulay is the person who goes, another story of my life, baby. And then uh, Deanne goes, what's up, mate? And then Macaulay goes, chat you tomorrow, need to sleep. And then Dean goes, okay. You know, and then Amanda goes, what happened? And then Macaulay goes, nothing important. If it was nothing <laughs> important, what the heck was up in the status there? <laughs> uh, just like people in person who like mope around. Like, <sighs> yeah. <sighs> I can't believe it. I can't believe this. Yeah. And then people go, why? What's wrong? Oh, nothing. I'm fine. It's essentially an emo thing. You, yeah. You know, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. So then like, also... Grow up. Yeah. Uh, essentially, grow up. I gotta have lists, lists, lists. But I'm not over yet about this narcissism topic. Uh, recently in the news, or at least I read in the news, uh, one of the social media influencers out there posted a video on YouTube. I'm not going to say her name. Just... I don't want to add more attention to her. Although if you want to know who it is, click on the link in the show notes. Um, <laughs> uh, essentially, her Instagram... You know what? I- I'm just going to let her explain it herself. I am nothing without my following. I am nothing without my following. <laughs> and when people try to hate on me and report me, I've literally tried to be a better person. I want to say to everybody that's been reporting me, think twice because you're ruining my life. Because I make all of my money online, all of it, and I don't want to lose that. And I know people like to see me be down and be like them and be like the 90 percenters, the people that work 9 to 5. That is not me. I am in LA to not be like that. I work so fucking hard to get to where I'm at, and for that to get taken from me is the worst fucking feeling in the world. Yeah, she doesn't want to be Aww. a nine to fiver because that's she's why not she like lives that. in LA, so she doesn't have to work a nine to five. Yeah, wow. people like this is what give like California people a bad name. Not California people this. don't have nine to fives like at all. <laughs> There's no California person that or LA people that that work a nine to five. Yeah, so apparently a lot of people have reported her Instagram account, and so and so she was like 
her her account was was put down by Instagram. So so now that's why she's crying online about it. Of course, it's oh. YouTube for her to cry to. So there's that at least. And she did get like 1.8 million of views for this video, probably because people were like want to see like who this chick is and <laughs> and, w- w- and they want probably they probably want to make fun of her and all that stuff. Yeah, I have no idea who this person is. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> you know, so so this is her five minutes, her 15 minutes of fame, pretty much, right? <laughs> But yeah, so a lot of people are so stuck into the Instagram, they end up like this. They this is they rely on it. Yeah, like she said, it's her livelihood. It's her livelihood. Yeah. So <laughs> apparently, um, Instagram there, there there are people who are testing new versions of Instagram, and apparently one of them uh, hides the like counts. You know, it's to reduce focus on vanity metrics, like what hmm. she tries to go for. So which I think I think is a good thing. You know, I mean, I, I admittedly I don't care as much. But once in a while, I do see oh, so and so got ninety six likes, and I only got fifteen. You know, it's like a it's like a passing fleeting moment that you just think, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, it, it's like they're, they're they might do that, which I it isn't a problem for me because you can still see your own likes by yourself. Not everybody else can just see it. If you want to try and be an influencer, I guess you're just gonna have to make the extra steps to like show people how many people actually like your posts instead of them going to your Instagram posts and then noticing it. Uh, the the algorithm for Instagram still exists, so if a if a company out there wants Instagram to tell them oh who's really popular, Instagram can still give them in, that information. But just the simple case of looking through an Instagram account and seeing their likes is not gonna be possible anymore. Hmm. Which I which I think is a positive. I don't know if I, I, although I think it will hurt Instagram because Instagram you know strives and likes. I mean, yeah, that's the whole point of Instagram is to get as many likes as you can. Right. So if you take it away, then what happens? Then the millennials won't know who they are. <laughs> they don't know how <laughs> and the much. The world will be over, and what will we do? Yes. Uh, Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey uh, has previously noted that follower counts are now meaningless. While in a more recent TED conference in Vancouver, Dorsey said that if I had to start the service again, I wouldn't emphasize the like count as much. I don't think I could ever create like in the first place because it doesn't actually push what we believe now to be the most important thing, which is a healthy contribution back to the network. We want your followers to focus on what you share, not how many likes your posts get. During this test, only the person who shared the post will see the total number of likes it gets. I want to see this uh, done in for for everybody, not just the testing, and just see what happens. Because I mean, the testers themselves are probably will see what happens, but then I want to see it out in the wild and and you know see how much of a difference it is going to make. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we okay. shall see. We shall see. But either way, uh, narcissism, cut it out. <laughs> Is that, the name stop of this, it. is that the name of the segment? Narcissism. Stop it. Just stop. Just stop it. Stop saying something. <laughs> Not everything is about you, okay? So we do have a new segment today that I'm debuting because after all, everybody uses YouTube. I use it pretty much every day. And this is true. Why shouldn't we share what we watch on YouTube? So we have a new segment, like I said, and it is called, simply called, What is YouTube? Wait a minute. Did I say what is YouTube? I meant- you said what is YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> like what is life? <laughs> what is YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant to say that on purpose. I'm Two like, little letters. YouTube? Two little letters. Okay. And it is called, 
What's on YouTube? And so I'm stuck at home just passing some time And I binge-watched everything on Netflix And I realize I should check what's on YouTube And I saw weird stuff and crazy things were said Cause I asked what's on YouTube I feel like I should have went for the... No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> and I said, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess For that? Yeah, yeah, well, no, it's more like, because I went to, what's on YouTube? And I don't know what I should have went to, what's on YouTube? Or something like that, I guess. I don't what's know. Anyways, before people click away from the podcast here, uh, one of the first things I want to highlight is uh, Coachella was this past weekend or the past two weekends. And if you didn't know, Coachella's YouTube channel actually has live performances recorded and shared on their YouTube channel. So you could actually check out the stuff that's on there. Which is, really? Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Hmm. So so here's one uh, I'll share real quick from uh, Billie Eilish. Billie. So that's Billy Eilish, bury your friend. So you can mm-hmm. there's there are many other artists in Coachella on the Coachella YouTube website that you could YouTube website on the YouTube channel that you can check out. So check it out. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Next although one. I'm still uninterested. Huh? <laughs> what was that? I said interesting, although I'm still uninterested. <laughs> you not like live music, Ruti? Um I don't know. There's too many millennials in the background. I know I'm a millennial, <laughs> but it's way too way too millennially. Yeah, oh, fine. Let, Coachella let, and all. Let me rephrase this: If you are not a millennial and you would like to watch live performance in Coachella, but because you're not a millennial, you don't feel like you need to go to Coachella, you can watch it I on don't. YouTube. You can watch it on YouTube. So there we go. I could. Yes. But could would I? <laughs> yes. You know. What you know? If you have like a lot of spirit, you can you know, play in the background. Play in the background. Play in the background. <laughs> Anyways, another channel that I go to, it usually involves like nerdy stuff, video game stuff, is called Darkly, uh, the Darkly channel. And then this one is called Why Video Game Heroes Should Never Save the Princess. So it's like a Super Mario Brothers parody. You're free now, Dot Duchess. I, Pixel Pete, have killed the evil lizard wizard. Thank you, Pixel Pete. Now that I'm free, I have many things I must do. Oh boy, I bet. Like protecting the people and being a friendly ruler. Of course. Right after I call the disloyal for their treason. What? I am the ruling (laughs) monarch of this land. And when I needed my subjects to rise up and come to my aid, what happened? Uh, I don't know. I killed like 50 penguins with my boots to rescue you. Yes, Pixel Peter. You alone were loyal. But your friends, neighbors, they stood by as their duchess was made prisoner. Some random killings and beatings is what they need to remind them. 
of the cost of disloyalty. Oh, I don't think folks are gonna like that. I don't disagree with her. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't disagree with her. Either. All the Where time, were they? All the time in places where Marvel is. Yeah, all, all her subjects were just you know they're they're in the background somewhere. Like, why aren't you helping? Like, uh, and all they had to do was kick fifty penguins. <laughs> they just had to like you know <laughs> they just let things slide. Uh, I guess we have you know Bowser as our king now, and so much for the princess. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, another one is uh, Last Week Tonight, the channel for Last Week Tonight. Admittedly, this is a show that is on HBO. If you have HBO, you can watch mm-hmm. Last Week Tonight. It's a pretty good uh, parody news show kind of thing. Uh, but if you don't have HBO, because it is a premium channel, not everybody wants to pay $15 extra a month, you can go to YouTube. YouTube actually plays a huge chunk from Last Week Tonight, and you can watch it over there. So here we go. I'm going to play you uh, the segment where it's like a 15-minute segment. But this is about the Murray Report. I'm not going to play all 15 minutes, but I'm, I'll play a section of it here. And, and that wasn't the only thing that Barr said that, in the wake of actually reading the report, seems laughably and willfully misleading. The White House fully cooperated with the special counsel's investigation. The president took no act that, in fact, deprived the special counsel of the documents and witnesses necessary to complete his investigation. But that is, at best, a gross mischaracterization of what the report actually said, because full cooperation would have involved sitting down for an interview, which Trump did not do. And Mueller not only found Trump's written (laughs) answers inadequate, he also wrote that he engaged in efforts to curtail the special counsel's investigation and prevent the disclosure of evidence to it, including through public and private contacts with potential witnesses, which is pretty much the exact opposite of what Barr said. It's like Barr summarized the Twilight novels as a girl in Florida goes to third base with a Wookiee. No! (laughs) No! That's not what happens. I'm not even sure we're reading the same underlying material. I've read the real book where a dog man falls in love with a baby. Respect the text. (laughs) Honor the written word. Yes, (laughs) respect the text. Yeah, so, I remember watching that one. It was pretty funny. <laughs> I never actually saw Twilight, so I got no opinion about that. But but yeah, but it's true. I mean, when people told me like, yeah, um, the the wolf boy person, I guess, falls in love with the baby. You know, with of, the baby, yeah, yeah, he was in love with the mother, then he couldn't take the mother, so he fell in love with the baby. I guess it's something like that. But strange, but, yeah, strange. Uh, I, I, another channel that I think is kind of new. It's called Jubilee. Um, they do a lot of like. Asian American stuff. They do a lot of social social experiments and whatnot. And this one, I thought it's kind of interesting. It's is their Spectrum series of shows, uh, season one, episode nine. Apparently, I'm looking right there. Do all men think the same? So, so here's do one they? Of the, well, I mean, watch the video and then you'll see. It's actually kind of interesting. Uh, so the, here's here's the one question that they asked them. A man should pay for their first date. So they, they go off to the two sections of the screen, disagree, agree, that kind of stuff. Ah, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like the way the old school ways work. They did work. We just messed it up. So that's important to you to like take that leadership role? To be, Tradition. To be like the breadwinner? I'm the caretaker of society. I don't even like saying it this way. Once you give the woman the power, then you just demasculate yourself. I, I just, I want to stick to what's made me happy. And my, my grandparents, my parents, I'm just going to stick with it because it works. It's not perfect, but it works. Wow, he's got the complete wrong idea about that. <laughs> well, he's the guy who it's is... Called, 
How about chivalry and not because that's what works? No. Well, well this, 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 he's obviously in the strongly agree section. Let's see. Uh, I think one of these people in the disagree section speaks out right here. Be a man, plain and simple. Uh, I think, I, I don't know. I think we're just getting in dangerous territory when we start talking about chivalry. At the end of the day, it's like, yo, baby, if you want to pay for this, like, there is no hierarchy here. Like, if you want to pay for this, pay for this. And maybe next time I'm like, I just got a check, so I'll pay for it. Wasn't this the first meal, though? You yeah, said? the first one. You only yeah. get one chance to make a first impression. What does it matter if, if it's a girl or a guy, it's 2019, and your logic shouldn't be, like, no disrespect, like, oh, because my grandpa did it and it worked for him, then it works for me. If she's not gonna date me that second time because I didn't pay for her, I think I dodged a bullet. Yeah. It, it, this is really interesting stuff. It's, it's actually like one of my up-and-coming favorite channels that I'm watching YouTube on a regular basis. Mm, I might actually start watching yeah. this too. The next episode is actually Do All Teen Moms Think the Same? And I thought that was kind of interesting too. But mm. yeah. So next up, we have uh, The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. He, he does have a show in Comedy Central. Uh, not everybody have Comedy Central unless you have basic cable. If you're a cord cutter, Comedy Central can only be found in DirecTV Now and Philo. So it can be kind of hard to watch Comedy Central unless you are not a cord cutter. Either way, either way, they do play the segments online. So you can find it uh, not always the same exact day, but it is there. And this segment right here is the battle over Trump's, uh, Trump's tax returns. And here's Trevor Noah speaking. The Democrats are running nearly a dozen simultaneous investigations into President Trump on everything from his finances to whether he is the elusive creature known as Sasquatch. <laughs> but at the top of the Democrats' list are three things they really want to see. Trump's tax returns, the full Mueller report, and Avengers Endgame. <laughs> but because Marvel doesn't mess around, they're concentrating on the first two, starting with taxes. Last week, the Democrats used their new powers in the House to request Trump's tax returns from the IRS. And even though the Democrats have the law on their side, this is the Trump administration, right? They don't care about laws. They care as much about laws as gravity cares about your iPhone screens. And because of that, Mick Mulvaney, White House chief of staff and conservative John Lennon, has come out <laughs> saying that they ain't handing over shit. The White House is pushing back against the request for President Trump's tax returns, calling it a political stunt. You believe Democrats will never see the president's tax returns? Oh, no, never. No, nor should they. Keep in mind that that's an issue that was already litigated during the election. Voters knew the president could have given his tax returns. They knew that he didn't, and they elected him anyway, which, of course, is what drives the Democrats crazy. Oh, that's some next-level logic. <laughs> oh, no, that's pretty smart. You see, what he's saying is because Trump won the election, it means everyone in the country is fine with everything he did, which is not true, right? Just because people voted for Trump doesn't mean they like everything he came with. Right? It's like when you buy cable and it comes with six months of stars. Nobody's happy. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm fine. Just tell me what channel it's on so I know how to avoid it. <laughs> stars, we're the spirit airlines of cable. <laughs> oh, <I just> <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways. <laughs> But anyways, but yeah, that's, that's Trevor Noah. It's kind of like it's kind of like John Oliver, the news, but yeah, funnier. or the news comedy behind the desk yeah. kind of. Exactly, and in the same in the same channel, uh, we do have also, um, well, the Daily Show with Trevor Noah. This, he is one of this. This is one of the uh, the uh, correspondents, Roy Wood Jr. And he goes, Roy Wood Jr. reviews every Marvel movie. 
Avengers Endgame is getting ready to come out, and if you haven't seen every Marvel movie that came out up until this point, I got you covered. Iron Man. This is a movie that started it all. It's about a dude that used to sell missiles, turn himself into a missile. Kick ass. Next movie. Iron Man 2. <laughs> Same as Iron Man 1, but they subbed in Don Cheeto for Terrence Howard. Nobody noticed. <laughs> I, just, I just never got around to seeing Thor. Idris Elba's in it. He play a black god. I wanted to see that. Why is it always on America to help the world? Why don't none of these other countries supply their captain? Where's, where's Captain Belgium? <laughs> captain Poland? The Avengers. Now, this is where they all join forces for the first time. You got Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, the Hulk, Black Widow. You got, what's the other? Arrow Man? Bow and Arrow Man? Crossbow Man? But anyway, you got Hurt Locker and you got Samuel L. Jackson. He rolled with a white lady and she don't fuck around either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so watch that. It's pretty funny. Um, speaking, well, since we were on the Avengers thing, we do have a channel here, The Tonight Show, starring Jimmy Fallon. Not a show that I watch primarily because of Jimmy Fallon, but but they do have some <laughs> funny musical bits. Yeah, he's like awkward but funny, but Is usually he? it's just because he continues laughing for an awkward long period. No, of time. that's actually not the reason why I find him annoying. I find him annoying because he has the worst case of FOMO out of everybody I've ever seen. You know what FOMO is, right? Yeah, of fear, fear of missing out. Because yeah. everything, every skit that he does where he has the celebrities do something, he has to be involved. He can just have Oh, this... and he has to win. Not necessarily, but but like everything they do, every every guest he does, uh, he has on. If they're doing some kind of game or whatever, he has to be involved. He has to like be part of the limelight. He just can't not be part of the limelight. And well, it, I mean, it is the Jimmy Fallon show. Still, still. You don't see jo- <laughs> you don't see you don't see Johnny Carson kind of like going going aside and, or David Letterman going like, "Hey, I'm going to I'm going to sing with you." You don't see them do that. But I guess that's what people like. But anyways, recently they had the Avengers Endgame cast sing We Didn't Start the Fire with its own flair of the MCU stuff. So it's that's actually pretty fun. Here, check it out. Vision, Mantis, Nebula, Ultron, Sokovia, Civil War, Ant-Man, Scarlet Witch, and Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Ragnarok, Henry, Janet, and the Wasp, Black Panther, in Wakanda, Shuri, Okoye, Killmonger, Captain Marvel, Goose the Cat, and flying higher, further, faster, Thanos, and Infinity War, I can take it anymore! Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a fine video. I mean, I, I'm, Jimmy Fallon aside... It's a good video. And he isn't in the video. So it makes it even better. Of course he is. But what? But no, he isn't in the video. Oh, it's he not, isn't in the wait, video. That's not him, is it? With the shades? Oh my God, it might be actually him. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, he's oh, not in it. That, that, okay, uh, I'll, I'll watch it again later. But I think that's him, actually. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> 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 but anyways, he does have a nice little thing at the, at the end of the video. So uh, check it out. Uh, I I approve this video, except I think that guy in the shades is Jimmy Fallon. But <laughs> you okay. surprised? Yeah, uh, yeah. Another another channel I listen to, I, I watch is uh, Patrick H. Williams. It's pretty, pretty much he pretty much does like a uh, video blogs about movies and whatnot. He analyzes things and whatnot, and he has this three part series called "The Limitations of the Marvel Cinematic Universe." Three parts. It's an hour and a half long. You know, each part's Damn. like yeah, it's it's a pretty extensive one, but. A lot of good things to say, and and here I'll play the I'll play the intro. I think there must be something wrong with me, Jake. Avengers Endgame is coming, but I'm not that excited. I don't feel the way I'm supposed to feel. 
I just don't understand the MCU, I guess. I like these movies, and the characters, and I love the comics, but I'm still not excited. Patrick Willems, of all the people I know, you're the only person who could take a wonderful thing, like $200 million superhero movies, and turn it into a problem. Maybe Chloe's right. Of all the Patrick Willemses in the world, you're the Patrick Willemsist. <laughs> what? I still remember how excited I was seeing Spider-Man on opening day in 2002. I dreamed of one day seeing the whole Marvel Universe on screen, with Spider-Man hanging out with Captain America, and Thor visiting the Sanctum Sanctorum. And then I got it, and it was good. But something feels missing. Is it me, or is it the movies? Yeah, so he goes on and analyzes a lot of the MCU. For an hour and a half. For an hour and a half. It's actually, it's actually like, if you have the time, and if you're interested in film, with film theory and all that stuff, it's actually, a lot, it's actually very interesting. Yes. That's a long time. It is a long time. It's, it's a nice chaser before uh, Endgame. <laughs> Wait, chaser is after the movie. Ch- but yeah, yeah, okay. You mean, uh, you mean like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a pregame? A pregame. <laughs> a tailgate party. Because <laughs> a chaser would be afterwards. <laughs> a tail- yeah, that's true. A tailgate party. Okay. And, and, and not, it's, I know this, <laughs> this is the week of Avengers Endgame or the month of Game of Thrones and, and whatnot. But not to be outdone. Uh, Cobra Kai is back in YouTube preview, and I love that show from last year. And I've seen the first episode this uh, for this season so far, and it's really good. They did a parody, uh, Thirty for Thirty, which is like a sports parody thing. Wait, Thirty for Thirty is that show in HP, ESPN, HBO? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thirty for Thirty. Yeah, it goes to show uh, how much sports I know. <laughs> but but yeah, Thirty for Thirty. <laughs> so they did they did a parody on on the actually the, it's it's actually Thirty and Ninety. Well, that's actually a soccer show. I don't know if there's another show thirty and thirty. Anyways, so they're going, they're going, <laughs> they're going over. They're, they're treating the uh, the Hill Valley chi- a tournament from like thirty years or something ago, and they're treating it like a real thing. So it's it's pretty funny. Here we go. The 1984 under 18 All Valley Karate Tournament. I'll never forget it. I mean, you got to remember, in 1984, there was no internet, there was no YouTube, no ESPN Plus, none of that. I mean, you either went to the movies or you went to an actual karate tournament itself. To this day, it is, it's one of the most epic matchups of all time. Where are we? Next point, we are new champions. You're Johnny. It was the kick heard around the world. Clearly, not only was it illegal, but it was violent and potentially deadly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, but yeah. So yeah, uh, 30 for 30, the little parody they have. It's only six minutes long. I suppose the hour and a half thing from the other guy. But, but... Watch Cobra Kai. I'll, I'll end the segment with Watch Cobra Kai. It's a good show. <laughs> it's worth it's worth like spending like a month on YouTube preview and just they release the whole thing like Netflix. They release the whole season at one time, so you can binge through it and it's a good show. And this is the lesson that you learn from this this uh, what's on YouTube section. <laughs> Go watch Cobra Kai. <laughs> yes, but yeah, and that's what's on YouTube. What's on YouTube? As of this recording, it's currently 12.08 p.m. on April 25th, 2019 in Vladivostok, Russia. And it's time we take a look and see what's going on. No, I'm not trying to do... uh, What? (laughs) No, Bane will be like, it's time we take a look and see what's going on. (laughs) You should sound more like Putin. What, 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 do, what does Putin sound like? Because a lot of the time he doesn't sound like anything. He speaks Russian. All the well, time. Not only that, but but I, you know, I never see him speaking in TV. 
I guess. Because he, because he makes the world think that he doesn't speak any other language. <laughs> I guess. But he's former KJB. He probably speaks like nine languages. He's trained not to say <laughs> anything. So that's why I hardly ever see him speak. Yeah. Yeah, that must be it. Okay. Uh, but, but involving speaking comes singing and music. Speaking of singing and music, YouTube Music <laughs> arrives on Google Home for free. That was so slick. Yeah, I, I think so too. <laughs> Which is kind of interesting. Uh, I think it's a, actually a pretty strong move by YouTube Music because, you know, if you have like one of those house speakers, smart speakers like Alexa or Google Home or any of that stuff, you have to subscribe to a music service to listen to something, right? And uh, yeah, those music services do have free stuff. But if you're really lazy, you know, if you're some if you're some Luddite who doesn't know how to work technology. Me. Uh, <laughs> Come on, you know more technology than. Anyway, so if you actually do get a Google Home and you ask it, oh, no, play Barry Manilow, <laughs> you'll actually be able to do it because it comes with YouTube Music for free automatically. So you'll be okay, I guess. That's okay. Yeah, and it's free. Speaking mm. of speaking of getting something valuable for free, uh, there's an article here called "Jeopardy wasn't designed for a contestant like James Holhouser." Are you familiar with this whole thing? Uh, no, what happened? James Hillhauser is pretty much kind of like Ken Jennings, but much faster, uh, much quicker, and probably a robot because he's making so much money. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, 850000 In how many days? 12 episodes. In 12 episodes, right? Jeez. Yeah, so he's pretty much on track to beat Ken Jennings' record in, in record time. You know, And he already broke every, every, every one-day big win for Jeopardy is by James Hullhauser. He's He pretty much broke the record. But essentially, the problem is, is that on average, Jeopardy only gives out like maybe like $15,000 $15, for the winner of the yeah, day kind of thing. Yeah, if that. Yeah, Sometimes he's, like he, 10 grand. He's going like like 70000 or or something like that. <laughs> right? So eventually, the, the math adds up and the Jeopardy producers are probably like, oh, we're losing a lot of money this guy. <laughs> Right, so uh, there's got to be some way in the future. I'm guessing the Jeopardy people are gonna like. So how do we accommodate for another James Hullhauser? Because in the future, this Hullhauser, 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 or something like that. But yeah, but yeah. So, but it's it's kind of exciting to see how far he goes and whatnot. Apparently, he is prof- wow. He's a professional glamber. That's why. That's why he knows how to win big. I guess. Oh, he knows. He knows how to. He knows where to. But how do you? How do you account for something like Jeopardy? It's not like you're going to be able to calculate and count cards or anything. It's random questions. No, no, he's more riskier. Like when he gets the, the daily double, he's more than willing to to risk it all. Oh, that's true. He's that kind of. Damn, like, he, I want his memory. Yeah, he's he's a he's a go big or go small kind of guy. You know, he's just like yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of Jeopardy, aka a show about danger, is that a stretch? Game <laughs> of Thrones final season. Speaking of well, gambling as well, there's a Vegas odds reveal wild theories. I'm not going to mention what they are because spoilers and whatnot. But but you know there there's stuff like if a person was going to wear was going to ride on a dragon, if a certain character was going to come back, you know if so and so how many people were so and so was going to kill. They actually have Vegas odds on all that. Wow. Yeah, pretty impressive for for Game of Thrones. So, what, yeah, that, wait, there's so many theories that you like. What do you even bet on? How, wait, how does this work? If you worked on the show, and maybe you have NDAs and whatnot, but if you somehow slip it out, couldn't you like make a killing? 
you could, but then I'm, I'm sure eventually somebody will tra- be traced back to them. Like, it, it could be traced back. Yeah. Oh, you were you were the cousin of the brother of the roommate of the neighbor of that one guy who worked in Game of Thrones. <laughs> exactly, and he won big. <laughs> did what did you tell him? <laughs> yes, yes. You know that that'll be his legacy of Game of Thrones. He won big. <laughs> but I'm sure even the cast, like, well, the cast probably knows how it ends. But I'm sure the the crew probably saw multiple endings. How? Which one? Did, which ending did they choose? Mm, we won't know for another. I don't know if that's the case because I mean, like, well, for example, uh, Avengers Endgame. Not everybody has actually read the whole script. Not everybody actually knows the exact ending because apparently mm-hmm. the majority of them were only given the parts that they were supposed to play and nothing else. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so go from there. Uh, but speaking of games, uh, China's new video game rules officially ban blood, corpses, mahjong, and poker. So gambling and violence is apparently a no-no for China now in terms of video hmm. games. Well, because they have the, that whole social credit thing. So I'm guessing that's a big no-no. Is that what it is? Social credit thing? Mm, yeah. Hmm. I guess. Maybe. I hmm. Anyways, okay. Because China has a population of over 1.4 billion people, making a game available in the country can be an obvious boost to a developer's bottom line. But three genres of games will no longer be allowed, including gambling titles such as, such as Mahjong or, and Poker, Games that deal with the country's imperial history. Well, okay. And <laughs> games featuring corpses and blood of any color. So, sorry, Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, simply changing the color of blood to green and calling it slime or sweat isn't going to cut it anymore. These new rules come into play alongside existing regulations that ban pornography. All right. So, uh, I guess okay. the... Uh, you, know, you, know how, you know how Americans complain how, how China has all these bootleg American products? Well, I guess that China's going to have good, like, American products. <laughs> <laughs> That's another way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I guess it's going to go both ways. We're going to have, like, an actual import-export of, 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 American, of American banned products in China and vice versa. <laughs> All right. But speaking of Asian countries, uh, there were two earthquakes that shook the Philippines this past week. And they were, like, 6.1 and 6.4, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something yeah, crazy. It's pretty, it's, it's pretty devastating in a sense because back to back, come on, and and they're, yeah. they're just basically saying two earthquakes, which means this isn't even an aftershock. It's literally two earthquakes. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, the <laughs> most fascinating video shown from this thing was the one where you see the water from the rooftop swimming pool just like pour down into the oh, street. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, it's 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 pretty nuts. That is quite the sight to see. You just imagine being down there and all this water suddenly falls on you. So, wow. That's insane. Oh my God, you could actually drown. You could actually drown. Like, like where <laughs> this, it's like a flash rain. Wow. Talk about a downpour. pumps. Right, yes. Wow, I wonder where this is. Probably Manila, I'm guessing. It says Manila, but where in Manila and what hotel? I want to know. <laughs> you want to know? <laughs> is, that, is that a new theme song? Is that Alanis Morissette? I want to know no, what it's, swimming pool it's, this it's, is. It's, it's Alanis Morissette. I want to know. It's Alanis Morissette. You ought to know. I want to know. It's not fair. <laughs> where is this place? <laughs> What's the name of this hotel? Okay. I guess we're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. And that is what is going on. Before we talk about whatever my next segment is, um, just in case the listeners actually care, Ruti, where can people find you online? You can find me on Instagram 
Let me pull up my notes for a second. <laughs> At Grace13, that's G-R-R-A-C-E-1-3 for DIY picks, travel picks, food picks, cat picks, and other random picks. I haven't posted in a while, but I promise I will post soon. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at b.entwine for event designs and planning, birthdays, baby showers, gender reveals, bridal showers, weddings, and other party design or DIY needs. And this is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. Um, speaking of social media, though, I, I do got to say that this past couple of days, I have been kind of on a social media, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Avoidance? <laughs> because of <laughs> Avengers Endgame spoilers. Abstinence? So, abstinence, yeah. <laughs> so I haven't posted anything for, for several for several <laughs> days now, actually. Uh, today's episode might be the first time I'm going to post on social media in a while. Sort of mm. like, sort of like a retweet or or a share on Facebook about like don't spoil Avengers Endgame spoilers kind of topic, but yeah. But anyways, you can also find me on the Isodo Movie Blog for my non-spoiler movie review. And yes, I will do an Avengers Endgame non-spoiler movie review. And you can believe it is non-spoilers. Unlike some of the people out there who say non-spoilers, but they give hints anyway. So screw you guys. And then <laughs> you can also find me on the weekly comic strip that I do with Lewis, and also the uh, extra stuff, extra spoils podcast. If you want to show your... Oh, no. If you want to send us email, send it to whowhatworsthwhy at gmail.com. If you want to leave a comment, leave it at our Instagram page, our Facebook page, or on the website itself. If you want to show your support, because we need it, head over to whowhatworsthwhy.com slash support to find that how. Music has been provided by the Y-axis. <laughs> what? <laughs> you can find them at the yaxis.com. Uh, Did you lose your notes too? <laughs> no, I, 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 as you can see by the thing, I don't have notes out there. This is, this is supposed to be of all my memory. Uh, really? Music has been provided by the Y-axis. Find out the Y-axis.com. All the links and information can be found at whowhatwhereswhy.com. Yeah, look at, look at my notes, my show notes. I don't have this written down. This is all by memory. I don't have anything written down on the show notes either. Well, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there we go. So recently at work, like uh, please tell me what happened. You like, you you like texted me an ominous text, like the, what we were just te- talking about not to do online, but you totally did it to me on Saturday, where you were like, "I totally have a rant about something, but we're gonna wait till the show before I tell you about it." Correct. <laughs> well, to be fair, it wasn't social media; it was just a text. <laughs> <laughs> it's still the same idea. I was like, "Why? What happened? I want to know." I want to know <laughs> it's not what's fair. going on. You're just teasing. I want to know <laughs> what your rant is about right now. I guess. Exactly. Yeah, before the listeners click off <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially what happened was that um, at work, which I'm not going to name where that is, it's a nice big giant place. And and in the past years, I used to take my, my dogs over there and just have them go for a walk kind of thing because it's a nice mm-hmm. big giant place it's a nice excuse to do so and I haven't done it in years in years okay um, my wife had business was going to meet somebody over there at my workplace and I decided okay why well, you go meet them I'm going to go walk the dog which because I, which, I haven't done this in a while so I went over there I, I had I had my dog with me and then I was told hey you're not supposed to bring your dog here it's like really really and, and it's like yeah unless, unless like you're going to even outside 
like even outside, like like unless you're going straight to the kennel or it's a service dog, you're not supposed to bring your dog. I'm like, oh wow, all these years I didn't know, right? And so I was I was headed back to the car, but on the way there, I'm like, oh hey, hey, what's this dude? Hey dude, like like I say hi to my friend here. I happen to have my dog, and then I and then I run to another another friend. Oh, I happen to have my dog, and I run to another friend. I happen to have my dog. All this time this was happening when I was there chatting with my friends over there that that I ran into because this is my day off by the way. Um, my dog was with me, and apparently there was uh, a canine uh, officer who, who was seeing this. And go, hey, does Albert know that he's not supposed to have his dog with him, right? And he was asking another another coworker of mine, and my coworker was like, um, "Oh, I don't know. You know, maybe, maybe not." And he didn't know either. Uh, he tells me this later after afterwards. This is after the fact. But anyways, so now I decided to actually go out and go back to my car and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was passing by, she had her canine unit with her, but she was kind of distracted. And I held, I held my, my dog really tight to go for the quickly go for the exit. Um, and then when the, when I walked, when I went by, the her the canine unit kind of lunged at my dog. What her right. dog? The canine dog the canine, lunged yeah. at your dog. Lunged, lunged at my dog. There was no contact, nothing like that. It was we were far enough away from each other. But the point is, is that she lost a little, she lost control of her dog a little bit, and then she kind of yelled at me. He's like, you're, you're an employee. You, 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 why are you flaunting your dog here? You're not supposed to do that kind of thing. And I'm just kind of like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Because I, I, I kind of walked away, right? But at the same time, I'm kind of like, uh, why you didn't have to give me attitude, right? So yeah. I, I went ahead and waited for Jessica to come back. Because at this point, I'm like, okay, I'm going to wait out here for Jessica. And I'm, I'm not going to go to the car yet. So she shows up. I give her the dog. And I went over to the canine officers, essentially to clear the air, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, hey, can, can I... No names are given here. So I'm like, oh, hey, can I talk to you for a second? And then kind of thing, you know, in a friendly manner, essentially. But of course, she probably didn't, she probably didn't think it was going to be in a friendly manner. So she goes like, I'm working. You can't talk to me. You know, talk to, talk to him <laughs> wow. instead. Right? So so that's one so that's one strike in, th- in terms of like, okay, now I'm getting, now I'm starting to get really annoyed. So I go to I go over to her other canine officer who didn't have a dog with him. But but I said I told him what happened. Like, hey, so what's going on? Why why what's with what's with her attitude? What's why why is she yelling at me? And he he reminded me, yeah, you're not supposed to have your dog with you. Not only that, but but you kind of like snuck up behind her that, that agitated her dog. I'm like, well, it wasn't on purpose, and I didn't know I didn't know I wasn't supposed to do that. I'm sorry, kind of thing. You know, it's like, but I didn't exp- I didn't appreciate the attitude, kind of thing. It's like, well, if it mm-hmm. was if it was me, I would have give you attitude too. So that's the second strike that kind of like, that kind of really annoyed me. What? Because because essentially essentially he's doing essentially the you know the blue line. We're not gonna cross the blue line. It's his it's his immediate uh, coworker, and and he's he's gonna side with her. Fine, you know, fine. I'll give you that. But I was still kind of annoyed because of the fact that that um, that that he himself who said I would have given you attitude as well, right? I don't know this guy. Yeah, personally. that's so uncalled for. Yeah, I, I don't I don't. <clears throat> to be fair, if if, if 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 somebody made my job harder, you know, it, well, that's the okay. So I guess I, I should go around that part. So from that point on, I go on this whole rant towards him, right? Not really a rant, but more of like a philosophical debate about about why? Why do you have to give me an attitude? You know, it's like can't you just like just just acknowledge that it happened and and correct me? Like, but you don't have to do it in a mean way, kind of thing. And, and and he went back in circle. Well, you're supposed to know the rules. I'm like, well, I didn't know the rules. Nobody told me the rules. Like, well, that's not my that's not, that's not my fault. Well, it's like, well, who then? It, whose fault was it? Nobody. It wasn't communicated to me. I didn't know it. You know, it, it could have been my fault if if the rules was written down somewhere and I didn't read it. Sure, maybe I could say it's my fault. But at the same time, a little bit of understanding is very useful here. You know, just like just acknowledge nothing bad happened. 
you know, nothing bad happened, so why 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 be pissed off about it? Why why get why get get, get give me so much attitude about it? You know, just yeah. just 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 like compl- like you're not meaning you you didn't mean to bring your dog against rules, even though you already knew the rules. You didn't know the rules. I didn't know the rules. I mean, yeah, it could be my responsibility to know the rules, but the point is that I didn't know the rules. You know, you can ask me, hey, didn't you know the rules? Kind of thing. Yeah. But just don't give me attitude. And the reason why I think that's the, that's that's the really sticking point, the, the the giving attitude part, because. For for the life of me, when I'm I'm doing my job and somebody makes it harder for me, I don't give them attitude. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, for the most part, I don't I don't try and add any more negativity towards a situation if 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 possible, you know. And 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 I've been really good at that. And I kind of wish more people would do that. Everybody, even my fellow coworkers, some of them who who love to enforce the rules are so aggressive about it. You know, to give people, other people attitude about it, like if they're enforcing rules and whatnot. And I always kind of like, you know, SMH, you know, it's like, like, I didn't tell them, I don't tell them to their face because it's technically not my, not on my business in a sense, but you don't have to go that far. Don't, don't, don't try to embarrass them. Don't try and, don't, don't try and make their day worse than it, it already is. If, even if right, they don't are. Don't villainize them. Don't villainize just... them. Yeah. Sure. I mean, yeah, they may they may not know the rules. They may have made a mistake, but you don't have to belittle them. You know, show give right. them give them at if least they, some respect. Especially if they're being apologetic and they're being cooperative. It's right. not like you were giving them an attitude, or it's not like you were giving them any sort of indication that you didn't care what they thought. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I was there to clear the air. I was there to find out what happened. I was there to find out if. Who's at fault? If it was if it was me, then then I I apologize. I apologize multiple times to them, I, and he keeps bringing and he kept bringing it up to me. He was like, "Well, you're not supposed to do that." Like, yeah, I already apologized to her about that. Yeah, but if you if but you're supposed to know the rules. Yeah, I apologize for the fact that they didn't know the rules. But the point is, the facts stand. That is what happened. That is what happened, and I already apologized to all that. All I ask is just don't give me attitude. Be nice about this. So we're we're fellow employees of one company. We're supposed to look out for each other. Right, every everything right. everything has to be a dog eat dog kind of situation. Pun in pun in pun in pun intended. <laughs> you know, like it doesn't have to be. Like this is we we we're at the point now where where we're in the world where you're encouraged to be a dog eat dog kind of world. Which is which is sad to me. You know that that, that isn't how I want to, that that isn't how I live my life. I I don't try and I don't try and like get in other people's way if if if, if it's if it's not helpful to them and whatnot, I, I try to be helpful. I try to be nice. That's the the cardinal rule, you know, the golden rule. The the um, if you don't want it done to you, don't do it to other people. Essentially, you know, what would Jesus do? You know, you may you may not be religious, but you know what Jesus stands for. Jesus stands for good. So, and I, I really believe a lot of people nowadays do not know that 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 line. What would Jesus do? It's 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 practically gone. It's probably gone from culture. People talk about Jesus, but they don't actually follow what he what, what he preaches, which is which is sad. You know, speaking of religion, I mean, um, the Sri Lanka bombings. You know, ISIS took credit for that, and they they were saying that that it was a retaliation for the the church, the the Christchurch, the Christchurch New Zealand attack, where mm-hmm. where where mosques were where Muslim people were attacked by by Christians. You know, so so yeah, but then New Zealand and. Sri Lanka are completely different places. The point is, is that one attack, the first attack, was based on not hate. that it's fair. Not that it's fair. The, the point is, the first attack was based on hatred, and hatred only spawns more hatred. You know, if if we live in a world where hatred is pretty much encouraged, it's just going to go in a circle of people hating each other, 
and and that is not what we're supposed to be. This is not what the country is supposed to be. We 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 have we have a United States president, the leader of the free world, you know, spewing hate and lies openly, openly, with no regards at all to the consequences, you know, because he believes that's the right thing that he's he's allowed to speak his mind. There's a difference between speaking your mind and spouting out hate. You know, it's spouting spouting out negativity. It's not the same thing. You know, right. So it, 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 it's it's just it just saddens me that this is the the, the way the world works. We uh, we acknowledge we not acknowledge we pretty much like what's the we word feed into about? negativity. Yeah, you feed we feed into negativity. We pretty much like encourage hate. You know, all all, yeah. all in the sense of I'm just speaking my mind. All all in the sense of this is just who I am. You know, if 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 who you are is a negative, hateful person, maybe you should change. If who you are is a person who spouts negative ideas and hatred thoughts, then maybe you should change. Maybe you really should change and not just just not just use that as an excuse to just pretty much like I'm gonna do whatever I want because this is who I am. That is not how the world works. That is not how culture works. That is not how society works. That is not how people are supposed to 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 deal with each other. You know, once again, what would Jesus do? Jesus would be like open his hand and 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 reach out in, diplomatically for people to like you know cool it. To knock it off, to pretty much like, hey, let's talk it out. Let, 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 let's let's figure out a peaceful solution. You know, that is essentially how the world should run. If the world ran like that much better, we would have less hate, less less argument, less you know, all, all this stuff, all this negativity yeah. is all because people are 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 so emboldened to to have hate, and it's it's just sad to me. It's also a form of narcissism to think that you're always constantly right, no matter how how negative you are yeah. it's you it's about you it's about me and only me and i'm the only one who's important in the world so therefore how i think is how it should be right right narcissism yeah. it, it, it is narcissism but 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 it, but it also seems to be a case where people are try, are tired trying to be better that's essentially what it is yeah. people are tired yeah. trying to be better it's too much work for them to be good that's essentially what it is so they're essentially uh, succumbing to their animal instincts of just like 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 saying whatever they want to say, uh, hating whoever they want to hate, doing whatever they want to do negatively, being as toxic as possible. Because you know what? I'm tired of trying to make a difference. I'm tired of tar- I'm tired of trying to do good. I'm just gonna be whatever I feel like being. No 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 qualms about it. No because because you know why? Because as a society, as a country, we reward those people. We we give them more money. We don't put them in jail. You know, we don't give them any consequences. The people who are getting, who are, who have consequences, are the people who are actually trying to follow the rules a lot of the times. You know, yeah, or, or, or I, I totally agree. Yeah, or, yeah. Or, or they're or they're just like, or they're or they're essentially like just they're put in a bad situation, and so now they end up in jail. They end up they end up under under the law. You know, in in prison because they 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 had nowhere else to go. You know. As opposed to people who who have the money to get out. I mean, this also goes with the the Lori Lachlan, uh college scandal thing. You know, that is a good step. That is a good step showing that hey, what you're doing is wrong. You need to be punished for it. And not to, and because you're just because you're rich doesn't mean you get to get get away with it. So that is a good step. So depending on how this is resolved, that that Lord that that college scandal thing, um, they they, they it's a good sign saying like hey, just because. 
Just because they're, you're rich doesn't mean you can get away with things. And that's a lot of it too. If you feel like you had a lot of power, if you feel like you had a lot of money, you can do whatever you want. You know, and, and that is just the wrong way of thinking it. Speaking of, speaking of money, it's, it's it, the, the whole thing with narcissism and, and selfishness. Um, if, you, if you are a billionaire and, and you lost $500 million you know, from taxes or whatever, you still have $500 million. Okay. So that's still five hundred million dollars yeah. more than what most people have. Yeah. If you if you hate your if you hate your life because you lost five hundred million dollars in taxes, you know what? Trade pace with me. I'll take your other half. Just just do that then. If you hate it so much, you know. So it, 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 there's there's a sense of selfishness in society nowadays about themselves. Like you said, narcissism, and uh, and they're just thinking about themselves. They don't they don't care about other things because it's not. It's not beneficial to them. It's the whole survival instinct. It's the whole thing with, like with The Walking Dead where, where people are, are choosing characters who are like, yeah, yeah, they have to do that really mean thing because they have to survive. It's all about surviving. You can't be nice because you're going to die. The, the fact that the lesson is if you're nice, you're going to die is a bad lesson to give. You know, this isn't, that isn't what Jesus preached, okay? Be nice <laughs> and you're going to die. You know, I mean, immediately he died on the cross for being nice. But at the same at the same time, that that that, that was going to be his example. His example was that you have to be nice, and this wouldn't have happened in the first place. So, so it, it's it, it's just it's just sad to me. It angers me. Like I said on Saturday, when an incident happened uh, to me, it, just just from that attitude, it, it just it just kind of like triggered me to use that to use that phrase, because because that is not how I conduct how I uh, how I treat other people, and and the fact that it's it's. It's, being, it's how people it's hap- are treating you. It just infuriates you because you're trying. Yeah. And then there's these people that you encounter who just do what they do and act how they act and without any regard for anybody. And meanwhile, you're the one who's trying and you're the one who gets at the end. Yeah, yeah. You can say it's frustrating. You know, it, it, yeah. may, it may be mad because it's frustrating. I mean, I'm trying to make a difference for good. And it almost seemed like, it almost seemed like the world, people are telling me, you're wasting your time. You know, don't bother. And, you know, that just saddens me. That just makes me mad. You know, it's like, it's like, well, why am I still in this world if this is the world that I'm living in? It's like, just, just let me go already. It, 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 it kind of, it kind of puts me in that, in that position. And it, and it just, it just, it just frustrated me. I was just like so angry about it, but, er, yeah. But then there's a reason why I have a podcast so I can like complain Tell the, us how you really yeah. feel, Albert. I can I can complain to the internet. <laughs> as opposed as opposed to like 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 pulling out this hatred on somebody else, I can just like put it out out there for people to listen and maybe learn from this and whatnot. But yeah, but um, going back to a previous segment where I mentioned Cobra Kai, watch the show is great. Um, I would say Cobra Kai actually is a good show, and I'm, I know I'm, I'm I know I'm like pitching Cobra Kai again, but but actually it's a good it's a good example of today's social climate. Because it is about people who are who are stuck in the in in the simple but flawed past, you know the, the great '60s where men are men and women are are second class citizens kind of thing, uh, and there are people who would like to go back to that era, you know, where men are men <laughs> kind of thing. And then and then on the other side, there are people who who want to learn from the mistakes of the past and try to change that for the better. You know, it's it's pretty much about toxicity and hatred. Plus, it's about acceptance and diplomacy. It's a good balance of both. And what's great about this show. Is that the villains aren't really villains and the heroes aren't really heroes? There's, it's really a very gray area. Um, you're not that familiar with Karate Kid, right? I am, just not Cobra Kai. They're not Cobra Kai. Uh, Johnny Lawrence from Cobra Kai. You know, they're pretty much like, oh, that's a school about bullies. 
right? And then Miyagi Do mm-hmm. is a school about like like heroes and 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 honorable people kind of thing and karate kind of thing. So Cobra Kai, the TV show, kind of kind of flips it on its head. You know, there are parts where it seems like Daniel San is pretty much the jerk. And Johnny is actually the victim. And then they flip it again. They keep flipping it over and over again to remind <laughs> you that it is in black and white. And mm-hmm. I like that about this show. The, 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 the new season just came out. And just in the first episode, there were two moral lessons where I, I pretty much, pretty much like, like clapped as soon as I heard it. And, he was, and this was a moral lesson coming from Johnny Lawrence of Karokai. Okay. And, and, and I'm like, yes, thank you for saying that. Because The kid who's usually the bully? He's the guy who's usually the bully, right? And, and 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 then later on, uh, Daniel LaRusso learned something from from uh, well, I guess I don't want to try to avoid too much spoilers, but but he learned something that that is also quite beneficial for for society, like to learn, and and part and yeah, like I said, not want to make spoilers, so I'm not gonna say what it is, but because it's part of the plot, but but yeah, it, it it's it's a good show. It's definitely worth checking out. Um, uh, I funny how it, it ends up with me just pitching Cobra Kai again. I do not work for YouTube <laughs> Premium, but I think Cobra Kai will be good for you. <laughs> so, so let me just get this straight. So, you like Cobra Kai? You watch Cobra Kai, and you recommend watching Cobra Kai? <laughs> I do, I do. And stop the hate. What will Jesus do? You know. So, th- those are the lessons of today. All right. Thanks for listening. This was episode 233 of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Um, until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Worst Network. <laughs>